today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Going into schools is something police have done for a long time in a lot of communities. If you remember elementary school, anytime you'd get a visitor, that was pretty exciting. And and police would come in. Uh, you'd get the fire truck, right, that would come, pull right up in front of the elementary school. All those, to me, always a better visit than uh, than the snake lady. The snake lady would come with snakes and spiders and tarantulas and that gave me the heebie-jeebies, but the cops, uh, the fire department, you'd get doctors coming in. All that was really intriguing. They're going to suspend that temporarily and review some of the issues. It has not been without controversy, and that's getting suspended, by the way, by the uh, Hamilton Public School Board. And that's going to be real interesting to see where this goes. Uh, trustee and chair for the Hamilton-Wentworth District School Board, Alex Johnstone's kind enough to join me now to explain some of what went into that. Alex, thanks a lot for taking the time. I appreciate it. Good morning. And um, just a, a quick correction. We actually voted last night to terminate the program. Uh, so uh, the program has come to an end. Uh, the vote was 7-3 last night. And um, with that, um, uh, I want to start by saying that trustees were in debate um, and having uh, our board meeting until midnight last night. Uh, it was a long meeting. It was a very thoughtful dialogue. We had trustees bringing forward. Um, I feel satisfied that trustees brought forward every viewpoint uh, there is from across the city. Um, this this decision was heavily contemplated, heavily weighed. And with that, a decision was made. I think um, some, some of the important points that came out um, from the discussion last night was that if we were to terminate the program, there was concerns around what have we learned from other boards that have already gone through uh, similar reviews. Uh, so, for example, we learned that in TDSB, um, where they canceled their police uh, program uh, three years ago, that in their report, they actually had the vast majority, over 70% of students, and they had surveyed over 15,000 students, 71% uh, were indifferent. They didn't have an opinion either way about police being in their schools. Um, a, a small minority, um, so they weren't sure. And um, uh, and then the smallest minority, in fact, it was only 7% who said they absolutely wanted police out of their schools. The reason for those feelings was that um, uh, for these youth, they had either had very negative experiences or um, they were feeling intimidated, um, many times simply from the uniform or from, um, you know, an, an officer wearing a uniform and carrying a gun in their school. Um, they were uh, feeling targeted. Uh, they were feeling uh, harassed. And now those uh, numbers do come out of Toronto, but I think that the learning there was that what do we do in equity? Is it might is right? Do we go with the majority rule or do we actually try to serve all students? And that's where the discussion headed to last night. Um, is taking the learnings from other school boards, how do we start um, to embark on the next steps forward? And um, there was also many points raised last night where clear examples where the police have done excellent work in our schools, where they have had uh, truly meaningful relationships with students and with staff. Um, Another point that was raised is that there is only 11 officers across the entire city serving all school boards and all schools. 
Um, so for our high schools, uh, really at max, they were in there about uh, one to three times a month, sometimes more. Um, and for elementary schools, it might be, you know, a few times a year at most. And so um, the concern around, you know, how what the impact would be of removing that relationship um, seemed to be no. Um, so with that, trustees uh, then started turning their minds towards what our next steps would be. And from that, that is where uh, trustees did vote last night. Um, and they did do an amendment to the motion, uh, which was to include next steps where we can actually start bringing the community back together on this, uh, I think you called it a controversial item. And uh, so to bring the community back together and start envisioning uh, new programs and supports for our students uh, that ensure that everyone feels uh, safe and supported in our school environment. Okay, okay. Let me ask my first question. One would be uh, elementary and secondary. Was there a distinction in your mind, Alex, between, like I said, going into an elementary school where students wouldn't feel targeted or intimidated. Probably, I, I get it. Probably more so a 16, 17-year-old might feel that way, triggered, if you will, than a 9 or 10-year-old uh, would where they're, you know, where they're forming uh, opinions about what the responsibility of, of law enforcement officers are. Was there that distinction between secondary and elementary? Mm-hmm. I think that, um, so there's a lot of assumptions that we, we want to unpack in that, and that is that, that elementary would feel different. I don't know that that's uh, necessarily true. We certainly have a number of young children that have had negative experiences with police, and uh, and truly not through any um, fault of the police's, but perhaps uh, they went through an apprehension um, when they were young, perhaps um their experience uh, with the police interacting with their family has not been positive. Um, there can be there can be many items there. I think you know where we heard um, stories coming in from students who were having a negative impact. Um, it truly had to do with um, uh, with the whole image, with the um, with the uniform, with the gun. Um, I think that um, that's where over the you know over the next month um, as we prepare to open again, um, we're going to be looking at um, uh, you know establishing new programs um, that might be um, connecting with uh, some of our other existing community partners, um, you know, such as John Howard, such as um, YM and YWCA. There are so many other community partners that we're going to be working with. And we still have a relationship that's really important that we do need to have with police. And that was something that also came through loud and clear from trustees last night. So for example, it doesn't mean that police will never be in school. Uh, when there is an emergency, we follow the protocol that's set out by the province, and we do call police. But there was concerns around um, in those moments as well. Um, uh, you know, when our staff were calling police, um, you know how we how we ensure that child rights and parental rights are being protected. Are the parents being informed? Um, what what are the steps that we're taking? Uh, what are we doing to mitigate um, situations uh, before okay. they escalate to those levels? So there was, I, I want to say that uh, there is many questions around around training for our staff, um, but ultimately we will still have a relationship with our with our police. They are valued. Um, they are very much valued partners. Okay, couldn't a parent and, couldn't uh, a parent make the case? 
that the value they bring uh, in terms of making presentations about drug use, about bullying, about obviously in high school, um, bullying with phones is an issue. Sexting is an issue. There's an awful lot there. A cop comes in and there's just going to be a different feel to that message, be it male or female, different feel to that message, Alex, than Mm. if a teacher gives it. And those are important things. Right. And, and I would, I would agree. And I would say it's a different feel when you have other organizations as well. Right. So we have so many amazing resources here in Hamilton. Um, and one of the things that did come out, for example, who do we invite when into our schools to do a presentation or to have a talk when there's been a hate crime? Um, you know, who is, who is the voice that we want speaking to our students? What do, what is the lesson that we want taught? And I, I know certainly for hate crime, um, you speak to, um, uh, say, for example, the Simon Wiesenthal uh, Foundation. They talk about um, bringing in compassion, right? Um, we talk about um, uh, the Jewish Federation of Canada, and they talk about their compassion to action. Um, there is a whole variety of organizations that, that we want to be working with and we should be working with. And I think that this is an excellent uh, restart button uh, where we look to um, see what we've been doing, why, and uh, how, we, how we work to reimagine our programming so that everyone can feel that they're a part of it. I mean, the next okay. steps that we now embark on is engagement. So we now are going to be working with our students, working with our parents, working with our community members in order to solicit their feedback and ensure that we're building a system where we all truly feel that we're a part of. Is it your hope that the police take this, uh, how would I put it, the right way? Uh, I can understand. Look, we've talked about reform. We've talked about the need to for, for their approach to be a little different. That's going to get solved internally in police forces all across the continent. But I want to I, I want to know that the police also understand the concept here and they don't feel under siege or or under attack, as in you're providing valuable things. Some of you are taking your own free time to come into our schools and now we're saying no. We don't want your. We don't want your help. So, and I, I mean, our focus is always on our students. Uh, and when we have students coming to us saying to us that uh, that they don't feel um, they don't feel safe, and again, um, I'm going to go right back to Toronto. Toronto did do a, a full um, uh, a full review. They, they surveyed 15,000 students, hundreds of parents and staff. And although it was a minority voice that said they felt uncomfortable, some feeling uncomfortable was not enough. Some having such negative experiences, or sorry, was enough. Do you know the percentage? To that change. Do you yep. know the percentage? Um, yep. So it was in Toronto, 71% said they hadn't had any interactions uh, with uh, the SRO in their school. Okay. Um, they, but there was 41% that they said that they actually felt that the SRO was trustworthy. Um, 10% said that they felt that they did not feel safe in school. So that was 10%. Okay. And 7% said they absolutely wanted, um, the program to end. And this is, th- these are hard to understand, hard concepts, because I think that we're used to in society feeling that it's majority rule, that might is right, that, um, uh, that what uh, that you can't please everyone, and I want to I want to push back and say that uh, those are stories, narratives that we've told ourselves for a long time. But really and truly, we can do work 
to to find a better programming that works for, for us all. And at the end of the day, don't we want to build an environment where all of our kids uh, do feel safe coming totally. to our school? Totally. Yeah, I I, I get that. I got to keep it moving, but I'd love to thank you very much for taking the time. Loved you providing some context to the decision last night and, and like the idea that you're going to go forward and, and look at better ways to do this, Alex. Thanks very much. Thank you. Have a great day. You got it. Alex Johnstone, uh, trustee and chair for Hamilton Wentworth District School Board. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.